What's up? It's Ryan and Ryan from the Gridiron Podcast, and today, with episode three of season one, we'll take you into in-depth coverage of the New York Jets and around the NFL, live coverage and updates of free and cheap, and a closer look into the draft process. We will talk to you about our personal experiences and the journey leading up to the 2019-2020 NFL season. This episode will include Jets draft scenarios, analysis of impact free agents, including quarterbacks and their effect on the Jets. AB versus Lev and AB versus Le'Veon debate. Okay, so first we are going to start off with the topic draft scenarios. Okay, so there are a few pot prospects who the Jets will most likely pick at three, being Josh Josh Allen, um, Rashawn Gary, Quinnen Williams, Jonah Williams, and then Nick Bosa if he falls to three, which most likely will not happen. Okay, so Ryan. What is your opinion on who you think the Jets will most likely select? Well, I think the Jets will most likely go with Quinn and Williams or Josh Allen because I see Mac picking a defensive flop, picking a defensive prospect and locking down that side of the ball because this draft is so loaded with defense. But what I would do is pick an offensive lineman because – our defense will improve um, by itself if our offense improves. So that's what I think. Okay, so I personally would like Joss Allen just to have a young edge rusher. Um, I feel like Quinn Williams, of course, is the most likely. Um, but I, I have a little feeling that Nick Bosa is going to fall to three. Cardinals possibly picking Kyler Murray. I just see him as the perfect fit at two. And then Maycock, just as you said before, picking a defensive stud. And I don't really see them picking Nick Bosa, just for some reason. So, yeah. I think think Nick Bosa is the best fit for the Jets because he's a true 4-3 end. Josh Allen can also be a great 4-3 end, but he's more of a 3-4 fit, and we're set at linebacker. And then Josh Allen obviously having more raw talent, so yeah. Very true. And I also am a big believer in Mike Pinnell, so I, that's why I don't think we need Williams. Yeah, I definitely. Williams, even though I think he's the best player in the draft. Okay, so now we are going to move to who the Jets could possibly trade back to and what the trade would involve. Okay, so first we're going to start with the Jaguars, possibly trading for, of course, their sixth overall pick, and then A.J. Boye, Len Fournette, and Yannick Ngakwe. Um, not all of those players, of course. Maybe just one of those players, or two of those players in the pick, something like that. Um, And then we have the Giants, which possible trade bait for us would be Odell or Sterling Shepard, and then Dolphins being Larry Tunsil or Devontae Parker, Broncos being Von Miller or Royce Freeman, or maybe some other players from the teams. Um, Ryan, who do you think is the most likely, and what would you like for the Jets to draft? I mean, well, to trade for? for? for starters, I don't want to trade back with the Dolphins because they're in our division, and if we have a chance to give them the quarterback they want, I just don't want to do that because, you know what? We want to be at top of the AFC East. We're not giving up our chances when the Patriots take a fall downhill. With Brady, who's my grandpa, he's fucking 80 years old. Excuse my language. <laughs> but but I would like the Jaguars because they have a multitude of options. Uh, if we don't land a Le'Veon Bell or don't offer it to Tevin Coleman, I'd love to see Leonard Fournette. And I'm a... I, think Yannick Ngakwe is amazing, and so is A.J. Boye. We need help at all three of those positions. What about you? 
Um, I would like to um make a comment that this is a PG stream and <laughs> um Ryan. Okay, so beside that point, um, I think that the most likely, of course, would be the Jaguars just because they're at six. We're we've been at three and six so much, and then it's just like the most likely team out of all of them. Giants, I feel like they're not gonna trade because they're the Giants, and they're not gonna trade with the Jets. So yeah. And then, um, yeah, because Dave Gettleman is probably gonna draft Ed Oliver. Yeah, and then, um, AJ Boye being the player, I feel like most likely the Jets will receive. Yeah, so what do you think our biggest draft needs are, or who, sh- what position should we target in the later round? I personally feel like a wide receiver being a position we need. We don't really have that one wide receiver, and It'll be hard to get that one receiver in free agency as a wide receiver number one. And then definitely our, there's a lot of holes to fill in our offensive line that I do not believe we can all fill in free agency. So I think that will be necessary um, in the draft. And also, um, do you have some other positions that um, I think are needed to uh, be filled well, in the draft? Definitely corner and definitely wide receiver. Because usually wide receivers, they haven't had – Teams haven't had much success picking wide receivers in early rounds, more, well, in the first round specifically. Second, maybe third or fourth, even six, six round wide receivers have bloomed into the stars into the NFL. And I think we got to go there. And pardon my French. <laughs> okay. And then also edge rusher, but I feel like we would fill that in the earlier rounds. So, yeah. Definitely. Okay. So next, we are going to move on to free agent impacts on the Jets. Um, this will be like players being signed by other teams and what impact that will have on the Jets. Okay, so now we're going to... First, we're going to start with the edge rusher position um, with Trey Flowers of the New England Patriots. Say he gets signed by the... What's a team? Like, maybe... Give me a team that needs an edge rusher. The... Not the Jets. What do you mean? Well, the Jets do need an edge rusher. No, but... a team that needs the edge rusher. The Bills. Yeah, the Bills. So if the Bills sign him, then what would happen to the Jets? What What's your opinion on that? Well, the Jets should not put them in the, themselves in that position in the first place. They should say he's either staying with the Patriots or he's on our roster. That's the mentality I'm having going into free agency if I'm the Jets general manager. You pick a few players you like, and you say they're on my team or no team. If they're on the Bills, oh, wreck havoc for Darnold in the future he'll be Josh Allen's best bud because he won't be he'll be attacking his best friend Sam Darnold definitely we need to get this guy very well spoken okay next and sorry we have oh you're gonna there is a rumor going around the NFL that the Patriots will have Trey Flowers test free agency and will not tag him okay that that is very likely I've heard that rumor also so next, we're going to move on to Matt Paradis, the center for the Denver Broncos. He is 20, I don't know, like 28 years old, but centers usually play when... 29. 29. Until they're old. I feel like we could sign him on a three-year deal, but definitely there's a lot of teams that need to fill that offensive, many offensive line positions. Being center for Matt Paradis, um, some other teams that could, of course, sign him would be the Bills, I guess? The Bills. Yeah, the Bills again. <laughs> So. Yeah, the Bills have a lot of the same needs. I don't. Matt Paradis won't impact the Jets if he's not on their team. 
It, well, except being that our center position has been weak since Nick Mangold has left. So we need to get him or Mitch Morse. Definitely. Um, and then we have Golden Tate and Tyrell Williams. Um, Golden Tate and Golden Tate being the veteran receiver who most likely will be signed to a one or two year deal, and then Terrell Williams being I think twenty seven years old, if I believe. Yeah, I I really like Terrell Williams, and he came out with a comment a few weeks ago that says, "I'm gonna work my butt off so I can get to be the number one receiver that I believe I am." So I want I want a guy in the building with this type of mentality. So. I would love to see Tyrell Williams. Uh, Golden Tate's very old, so yeah, definitely. But um, so if the if ter- like let's say um, let's say Tyrell Williams is signed by another team, let's say he's signed by the uh, the Browns that need a second receiver, only having Jarvis Landry and having I think like Rashard Higgins and Rashad Perryman and another one of the receivers in free agency. Um, if the Browns sign him. Um, I feel like that will give the Jets the possibility of signing Funches and Golden Tate. So yeah, or like, yeah, and So yeah, we need a receiver. So I feel Desperately. like those are the three big receivers in free agency. So help my sanity. And then AB also, who is on the trade block, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll get into Stay that. Stay tuned. Later. Stay tuned for later in this podcast to hear news about that debate. Okay, Woo. so <laughs> next we're going to move on to um some quarterbacks being Ronald Darby, um, what are the quarterbacks? Bashar Breland. Um, so Ronald Darby, let's say he gets signed by, what's a team that needs uh, some secondary help? We have like the Cowboys. Oh, most teams, but yeah, Ronald Darby, the thing with him is that he's coming off an ACL tear. So, but I think he'll, he's, I think he's the, on the younger side and about the Jets' secondary, and gre- he'll be great in Greg Williams' system because Greg Williams is, a, and he'll shape up that defense in no time if we just give him the right pieces. So I be, I think the Jets should go out and get Ronald Darby. Definitely a big need by the Jets after a horrible signing of Tremaine Johnson, horrible deal, big deal by Mike McCagan. Probably his worst deal, I feel like, personally. Do you agree with me? No, because I'm happy he's on the team because we need him. But he's... But so much money, such a big cap hit for a player that... He is a big cap hit, but we have the money. It's not going to kill us. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to move on to running backs beyond Lev Bell and Tev Coleman. Two major running backs. Jets really need a partner in crime for Sam Darnold. Not really being a receiver out there in free agency, so now we're gonna talk about Le'Veon Bell and Tevin Coleman. So teams being out there that have cap or need a running back or a mix of both. The Colts are the main team for um Le'Veon Bell. The Raiders. The Raiders, the um Texans also, and then the Dolphins being his main priority, if I if I'm yes. right. Yes. Well, I don't think the Colts or Dolphins need a running back. Marlon Mack for the Colts, Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore, and the other guy for the Dolphins. Belage? Kalen Belage? Is that his name? I think so. And they also have Brandon Bolden. So, it doesn't make much sense for those teams to spend 
a good chunk of their salary cap on Le'Veon Bell, but if the Jets don't sign him, it could potentially haunt them haunt them for years, missing out on a player like this. I think it's different than the free uh, than the Kirk Cousins last year, who was the king of his position because we we knew what we were getting with Kirk Cousins, someone who would win us games at one o'clock. But when we got into prime time or playoff games, he would choke. Le'Veon Bell is one of the top ten players in the league. Hope I'm choking, Ryan. Okay. I'm gonna call nine one one. Okay. So, um, Tevin Coleman being, I feel like the Jets. That is probably who you think the Jets will most likely sign. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. But if Mike McCagnan goes out and says. Le'Veon Bell is uh, a plague. We can't have him. He's a cancer. We can't. We can't have McCagney going out with this mentality. He needs to get to play. He needs to get playmakers. He can't go out with bad mentalities. Not in the least. Shout yeah. out, JC. Definitely. Okay. So um, now we're gonna move on to the quarterback position. The most. The the biggest position in football, us having Sam Darnold, but other quarterback signings having effect on the Jets as a team as a as a team record, being Teddy Bridgewater, Ryan Tannehill, Nick Foles, and Andy Dalton, and of course Joe Flacco's impact on the trade from the Ravens to the Broncos. Okay, so first, do you want to start with Teddy Bridgewater and Ryan Tannehill and Nick Foles, who are all three free agents and. Yeah. Well, Ron Tannehill isn't a free agent yet, but oh, no, he's expected to be cut. Yes, and also Andy Dalton. And Nick Foles. The Eagles are likely going to trade him because they re-signed. Uh, well, they picked up his option. But thank God for the Saints giving us a third rounder for Teddy Bridgewater because we weren't going to use him, and they didn't use him, so we just took their third rounder for this year. Thank you, Saints. <laughs> he can have an impact on our team, uh, the Dolphins. I think if, I think if, yeah, I think if the Dolphins go after these quarterbacks, oh well, they're not going to keep Tannehill. But if say the Dolphins go after Teddy Bridgewater, I, you know, I love Teddy Bridgewater, but if he's at Miami, we I, hate him. I don't, I, I, I don't want, I don't want him to be developed there. He's already twenty six. But he's only played one full season, so he still has time to be developed. I think sitting behind Drew Brees for a whole year will do wonders for his play wherever he goes. And he'll probably end up being in a quarterback competition down in Jackson. Yes. We do. Teddy Bridgewater. I remember him you- coming out of college. Do you remember? Yeah, 32nd overall pick out of Louisville. I I saw him as such a good player. It's like that injury though. Imagine if he never got injured. Yeah, he went twelve and four as a rookie. So. Yeah. Okay. So what now, do you think about Tannehill? Okay, Tannehill, Tannehill, Tannehill. Adam Gase's. How would we refer him to Adam Gase? Right hand man. Adam Gase's failed right hand man. So Ryan Tannehill, being. A slightly below average quarterback entering free agency. I personally see um him. I don't really see one team signing him as a starting quarterback if he gets cut. I see him definitely being a, a backup quarterback. But I I feel like he's gonna be signed to a contender who like 
kind of a Nick Foles to Carson Wentz. I I see him being signed, maybe even by the Saints to ref, to um to refill Teddy Bridgewater's backup position. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, I think Tannehill should be a starter. In the more thing with him is his inconsistent play. You don't know what he's gonna get give you from game to game. He can be very good, but he was never developed. And it was too late when they brought in Adam Gase, and he was kind of left out to dry with his situation with the Dolphins. Fortunate for us, we picked him up. I'm happy about that. I am also. But I think Tannehill should go down maybe on a, a – he'll definitely get a pay cut because he's gonna, he hasn't been too good lately. So maybe down in Jacksonville. I don't know. I like him in Oakland. Make sure, give give Derek Carr something to work for because that guy is over his head and been playing terrible. Definitely a possibility, Oakland. Yes. Okay, so now Nick Foles, who many many rumors have been, he'll be tagged by the Eagles and then will be traded away. Um, well, the what, Eagles did pick up his option last. And I think that's a great move because someone will trade for him, and they'll probably get a third pick. So yeah, um, maybe the Giants, but I don't think so. actually the Giants. I, they're not. I'm pretty sure Gettleman said that he's just gonna build quarterback through the draft. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, pretty sure he. Said but that. again, Jacksonville or Miami is a great possibility. Okay, so next we are going to move on to. Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton being, I would call him average. I think that's maybe maybe above average. Getting a playoff win in this. I game. think at a point in his time. I mean playoff loss, you know, playoff win. He has seven playoff losses. Andy Dalton. Uh, I give him credit for getting there seven times. He he. I think he uh, used to be better, but I think his confidence has hit is going towards rock bottom after the Bengals have done nothing for him and they're pretty bad. But he is loaded with weapons, so that's my only concern is that he can't even win with weapons like A.J. Green and Joe Mixon. But I do think if he's if he has a loaded offensive side of the ball and a defensive side of the ball, he can win I mean, with the right coach. That team was really banged up at the end of last season. And he don't oh, yeah, it was that. brutal. And Marvin Lewis is I'm not going to get into that, but let's just say they they made the right move. Marvin Lewis now being announcer for the AAF. Did you hear that? Yeah. Wait, what did you say you just cut out? He is? Yeah, he is. That's I pretty think, cool. I think week one I heard him. So, yeah. Good luck to yeah. him in his announcing career. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, so now we are going to move on to... The most recent news, Joe Flacco's impact from trade to the bon- to the Broncos. Will he be a starter? Will the Broncos draft? Or what will they do? This is, I, I think John Elway is going to go out and draft Drew Locke, even getting Flacco, because is he really going to make the same mistake for like the fourth time? Yeah. Just getting an old QB and to run, just keep holding his team back three or four more years again. Why would they draft trade Drew, for Joe Flacco though? Like that's so draft weird. Drew Lock and keep trade Case Keenum or keep for maybe trading for like a fifth round, and then 
And then you have Drew Joe Flacco to develop Drew Locke. Joe Flacco is a great teammate. And that that should that should work out perfect. But he is a huge cap hit, so they're probably gonna restructure his contract. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's a bad move, but we'll just have to it's a wait and see move. Yeah. Okay. So now we're gonna go on to the main event. Who the Jets would rather have, A B or Le'Veon Bell debate. I personally starting off the debate would rather the Jets have Le'Veon and you would personally have them? Antonio Brown. No. Wait, how about this? Would you rather have the um Marquise Brown, A B's cousin or A B? Oh, well, Marquise Brown. Actually? Yeah, he's on a rookie he's he's gonna be on a rookie deal. He's one of the top prospects. So but he's going to be like a late first-round pick. So? I see him as a bust. He's not even their brother. He's his cousin. Like, what? Let's focus on Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Yeah. A.B. Le'Veon Bell. Okay. So, Le'Veon Bell, he's he was the best running back in the league when he played um the season before last season. Um, I don't That's... see why he wouldn't be the same running back. He just had a year off. He's healthier. He's not injured. He's gonna wake up in beast mode. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there is some cons with Le'Veon Bell. Um, his dis his disrespectfulness, sort of like AB's, and then his lack of commitment, not showing up at all last season. So yeah. Well, I would personally rather have Antonio Brown because I think he's better at his position than Le'Veon Bell. He has a better reputation because he didn't sit out a year, even though he had a better reputation. His his true talent level, he's worked his butt off to get to where he is in his game. He put he's even though he's missed some practices, he's put in he he's one of the hardest working guys, and um and he has great experience in the league. But he's getting older, so that's that's a big con there. He's a bad temper. Uh, he's a big cap hit, and he has terrible misconduct off the field. Gets in fights with players and coaches. He got in an incident with his mother-in-law, I think, a few weeks ago. He he's a walking disaster. He's a walking egotism disaster. So why would you want uh, AB then? Because he's a beast on the field. Yeah, but he'll be Sam Darnold's bro. The Steelers had the best running back and wide receiver in the league. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And they were they were like subpar. I mean, no, 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 they weren't subpar. They were like they were a playoff team, but not really a Super Bowl contender. I think they were, but all the egos meshing at once, they fell apart. I think if Antonio Brown goes to a quiet team, he might settle back down. But I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I, I the only reason you know what I would rather have Le'Veon Bell than Antonio Brown. But the only reason I want Antonio Brown more than Le'Veon, sorry for my contradictions, is because wide receiver is more valuable. That is definitely true. Running back, there's so many good running backs in the league. I, I mean, look at Philip Lindsay, undrafted, and he rushed 1,200. Philip Lindsay. I drafted Philip Lindsay in fantasy. Did you know that, Ryan? Yeah, shout out Philip Lindsay. <laughs> shout out Philip Lindsay, okay. So now we're going to move on to this. I We didn't discuss this actually before the episode, so this is both of our first opinions. We're going to make early record predictions of the Jets. 
So, yeah, what would your prediction be? Kind of on the spot, but yeah. Well, I was debating between 9 and 7 and 8 and 8 because these are realistic record predictions, Ryan. Oh, yeah, my last two seasons being 16 and 0. So, yeah. Um, let's yeah. not discuss that. Yeah, he was, he was feeling sick that day. What? But uh, I'm going to go with 8 and 8. Four more wins, new coaching staff. I think Sam Darnold will blossom. I just think we miss out on a, a free agent or two, and it sets our team back. But I think one more year of a first-round draft pick, second-round draft pick, and a free some free agent signings, we'll be headed to the playoffs in two years. Eight and eight. Unfortunately. Okay. Are you ready for my opinion? Okay. So, um... Realistic. I'm not gonna do my 16 no 14 or two. This is possible. Last, I personally, I don't know if you saw this saw this statistic, but the last I think five coach hirings have like their first season they've all yes, done yes. better than nine and seven, right? You saw that. I have. So I I personally see that going, and I I see the Jets going nine and seven. Nine and, nine and seven. I see yep. them going nine. Actually, I see them going Ten nine, and six, six. and one. Nine, six, and one. You hear that bold nine, prediction? Put it on your calendar. Nine, six, and one. Definitely. Okay. Now that's, that's a bold prediction. Those are some bold predictions. Okay, so I think that concludes our podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Do you have any last words? Ryan? Yeah. Well... <laughs> I just want to say that we hope to have Jets Central on in the future, so stay tuned for that. Check out his YouTube channel. Definitely check out Jets. We we really hope he can come to our podcast or not come to our podcast. Can be on our podcast in the future. He wasn't able to do it this time, but hopefully next time. So thank you guys for for listening and peace.